Welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are covering the much-requested Bullet Train. Bullet Train. Pew, pew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's bu- bullets, you know. <laughs> I can't say anyway I'm a finger gun kind of guy like an ironic finger gun kind of guy we're already off the rails I'm just so happy you ended that with gun it's like there's a little hang time on that. I was like, oh, yeah. we're getting crazy already. Okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, you you enjoyed this movie? You yes, I actually, I had seen it before. You I, had seen it before. Yes, okay. I had watched it once with my parents. Right. And uh, so when it was requested so much, I was like, absolutely. This movie's just villains. Yes. So you want to watch. All the way through. You want to watch everybody be a villain? Fuck yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun one. And like what, what I, I had sort of seen this movie before. But I realized that as I was like watching it the second time that I'd only seen it like as I walked in and out of the mm. room as Kat was watching it. And like I was like, oh, is that like, who is this? Why are they doing that? Blah, blah, blah. Like just the absolute worst way to watch a movie. Oh, yeah. And came out of it being like, well, I mean, that was OK. <laughs> it's like, but when I actually that sat. That thing I didn't pay attention to at all was, was mediocre. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then when I actually sat down, I was like, oh, no, this all works. This is fun. This, yeah. is, a, this is a really fun Oh, movie. I think it's a good action movie. I yeah, don't yeah, think it's yeah. gonna like fucking or it's I don't think it's gonna blow your absolute hair back, but I think it's a really fun quality action movie. Yeah, agree one hundred percent. A lot of great characters, a lot a lot of actors. Yep. Little um, cameos here and there. Cameos. The fight scenes are awesome. Like the little cutaway. Like it's got a great sense of humor to it. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's great. 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 And guys, if you have not seen Bullet Train, uh, basically the premise is is we've got, uh, this is going to be a real quick recap, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is basically there are a whole bunch of assassins, uh, and they all end up on this same bullet train in Japan. Um, they're sort of after a suitcase and also after uh, this guy's son. And there's, as the movie goes on, there's lots of fight scenes and everything, and we all find out that they are sort of all related together, and it's slowly revealed. And I'll basically just give you the revealed version of this, which is that there is a uh, a, a, a guy who has climbed to the top of the Japanese crime syndicates. Uh, he's rumored to be like a Russian that, was, that came in, and he rose through the ranks and then killed the main boss and took over, and he's called the White Death. And these two other assassins on the train uh, have been tasked with uh, recovering the White Death's son and as well as the suitcase full of the ransom money. And the son ends up dying. The suitcase ends up being stolen by Brad Pitt, who is Ladybug, who is the, his name, code name's Ladybug. He's there to steal the case. He's kind of like this like hippie guy who's in therapy and just trying to be like chill and everyone's friend. And uh, the sorry, the two assassins who are trying to. Uh, get the sun are tangerine and lemon who i love they're oh they're, great. no they're perfect they're great love i think them. it's their movie honestly. it, uh, it yeah. should have been their it movie. Should, yes 100 i would have watched like 10 more scenes with those guys they're awesome yes and there's also a an assassin on there called uh uh what uh oh the hornet mm. and she kills people by poisoning them with a snake that makes you bleed from your eyes and then there's the wolf who's like this like i don't know like a mexican like he's in like a wedding suit and like has a big knife guy um and it turns out so in and then there's sorry there's also a young girl named prince uh who she explains why her name is prince it's like a nickname and she's kind of like manipulating everybody there's like the father uh kumiro kumirai sorry uh whose son is in the hospital he's been pushed off a roof and he's come to like find the person who pushed the son off the roof, that turns out to be Prince. Prince ends up to be the daughter of the White Death. And here's how it all comes together, which is that uh, the White Death had his own son killed. Uh, the two, uh, Lemon and, uh, I keep wanting to see Lemon and Cranberry, because that's like my favorite muffin. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon and Tangerine so were, the, were the guys who uh, who pulled a job that brought him away. Mm-hmm. Um, his wife got assassinated because he wasn't there because he was responding to that. Yeah. Turns out it's Brad Pitt's character who was the one who uh, hit him in the car, but not really because Brad Pitt's in for another guy today. Like it's a whole I shouldn't have been in today mm. thing. Um, and then, oh, the Hornet 
poisoned the purse that the the <laughs> cardiac surgeon who could have saved his wife and uh the hornet oh i forget i forget what the wolf did um anyway they're all somehow responsible yes. for making for killing the white death's wife mm-hmm. uh the movie ends with um uh Kimura's father showing up who turned out to be the guy that was displaced or whatever by the white death. There's like a samurai sword fight. The white death dies. There's a big train crash. Yeah. There we go. I think I hit it all. You did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> you did a great job. For you so did that. many interwoven things. You did that it's so crazy. much better than I would have done yeah. it. Yes. No. No notes. You did a great. Uh, a little <laughs> behind the scenes. Sometimes we switch. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes we're sometimes like, I'm Greg, like, do you want to handle this? Yeah, like, I, just, like, yeah, I can't handle right. it today. <laughs> and, and vice versa, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, sometimes one of us has watched the movie a bunch. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, it just makes you more sense. You should be the one Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this was your first like real watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you loved it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was like honestly, yeah, it was just like, oh no, I, I had fun sitting down to watch this. For sure. And it had like every element I love in an action movie, which is really what I'm here for when I'm watching an action movie, right? Like it's I even like the little cuts of like the water bottle. Where oh, it's like yeah. bringing in the it, how it so the the movie really introduces each character with kind of like a title card, and then it's like oh, okay, well the water bottle is going to do something, so we're going to watch this water bottle's journey to this place, which is I just think awesome and fun. Yeah, and it's sort of like as they introduce more characters, they kind of backtrack and show how they fit into the puzzle that's going on. Like, yes, like the wolf, they're like okay. 26 years ago. Yeah. Like, and then it ends with his wife being murdered at, yeah. the, at the the thing, at, at his wedding. Also, my favorite thing in action movies is like dumb violence. Like when mm. it's dumb, like that's my favorite. Oh, like throwing a water bottle at someone's head? Yes, perfect. Or like, I don't know if you caught this one because I actually didn't catch it the first time I watched it. And this time I fucking scream laughed. When the uh, when Lemon and Tangerine are um, rescuing the son, right. like what the kidnapped son, they, and they throw him in that wheelbarrow, and then they throw him out of the wheelbarrow to trip some of the yes, guys to yes, shoot yes. the eye. Didn't catch that the first time, and I fucking scream laughed. I was like, "That's so funny!" Yeah, that's so funny. The, yeah, the man you're saving, you just throw him at the guys. And also, I just love that as a they're having an argument of how many people they killed, and yes! they're going through yeah, and being no, like, the, going two, like one, the two, two guys three. in the yeah the thing, the guy on the motorcycle. It was like, see it sixteen. He goes, "You didn't forget about like the the innocent bystanders." Like, well, that was no, it. Wasn't our fault. <laughs> The car exploded. What yeah. were you supposed to do? But honestly, like I do, f- like they're all villains. But I feel like uh, Lemon and Tangerine. It should have been their movie. Like it's it's Brad Pitt yeah. and Ladybug are presumably the main character in this because mm-hmm. that's who we're kind of following. But I I thought their story was way more interesting from their point of view. Yes, which is they've got this job to like kid like bring back this guy mm-hmm. and his ransom money that's been paid. And then that guy turns up dead and the money goes missing. And it's like, oh, All everything's going wrong yeah. for them. Who took their money? Who killed the guy? Yeah. Like, like everything that's happening to them is what dro- and drives And the man that hired them is kind of the man that orca- is orchestrating yes. all of these bad things happening. It's like, well, is my son okay? And it's like, well, no, you know he's, he's not. not because you, you literally you hired, hired somebody. Yeah, and the, sorry, I don't know if that came through in my synopsis. At yeah. the end, it turns out that the White Death had hired all of these people to be on the same train under the hopes that they would just wipe just each other out. Just all wipe Including each other out. his son. But his daughter, he wasn't expecting to be there, which yes. is like the wrinkle in the plan or whatever. Although I will say, like, I'm going to jump around a bunch, but I will say this. I The only thing, like, at, upon rewatch of this movie, and I'm like, all right, don't look at it too close. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. But I'm like, why wouldn't you, if I'm your daughter, why wouldn't I just wrap that thing around a gun early? Probably have an easier opportunity to blow you the fuck up somewhere. Yeah. True, <laughs> I know where true, you live. True, true. Oh, because she rigs the gun. <laughs> yeah, to... she rigs the gun to like blow it. Like, and I think it's like it's supposed to be like I've I've outsmarted you in this grand way. Yeah. But I'm like, no, no, no. That's not how a good business bitch gets things done. <laughs> yeah. 
Quick and dirty. <laughs> Quick and dirty. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, right? So her her whole motivation through all of this was like, I pushed the kid off the roof because that's the only way I could get you here. Yeah. So he she, it gets the. I'm just gonna refer to him as the father because like yeah. that's how that's how he's like introduced. Yeah, like the title thing. card of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the father and the his the elder and the elder. Yeah. yeah. So it was like that's how I'm gonna get you here. You're gonna try and kill <laughs> the White Death, and then. You're gonna fail, mm-hmm. and because he always kills the people who try and kill him with their own weapon, I've booby trapped your weapon to blow his head off when he pulls the trigger. Yes, and uh, so like, but her motivation for that, doing all that, is mm-hmm. like, I'm the one who you should have paid attention to. I was the one who should should have followed in your footsteps as this like, well, yeah. uh, uh, you know, criminal mastermind. The problem sort of is her father's a misogynist. <laughs> yeah. <Right? laughs> well, <laughs> probably. Yeah, like, yeah. let's not attribute too many good qualities to this mass murderer. But what I will say is, like, when he when he sees, well, is that her, a good quality? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm saying let's let. Uh, anyway, being a misogynist is a bad quality. And yes. I'm now. I'm talking backwards. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, when he sees her there. He's just like, oh, well, you're not supposed to be part of this, mm-hmm. which is him getting all of his enemies together so they all kill each other. And he doesn't kill her right away either. I think he does want her to follow in his footsteps. That's why he killed the son. That's why uh, uh, he didn't involve her in the plan. Nah. Nah, let's hear it. I don't know. Well, no, I'm just getting like, you don't... Uh, you don't have that kind of hate in your heart out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, I think she had a lot of disdain for her father. (laughs) Fair. Okay. And I don't think that's because he was like putting her through training or what. She kind of had this, like she had a real self starter vibe to me. True. I don't think I don't think uh, Daddy was holding her hand through anything. I don't think he had any. <laughs> he, he wasn't going real to. purpose, uh, like or, or any real idea of what like she was going to take over, or you know, be a part of the family business That's or whatever. True. Yeah, and you're right. I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't get that sense. <laughs> and, a, and a guy who gets that upset about the death of his wife. Not saying you shouldn't be upset with the death of your wife, but like. Like, oh, this is my whole identity now. Like, I hide away in a bunker because somebody, because my wife died in a car accident. I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I keep everything super close because my wife died. You know, although like, can I, we say I formulate whole revenge plans because my wife died? Maybe, yeah. maybe doesn't think of women as people. You know, <laughs> like he's like, there. Here's the thing that was taken from me. Mm. Oh yeah, I you understand know? what you're saying. I also, how do you? His son is the worst, though. Oh yeah, is yeah. the worst, and I'm and I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying if I am a crime boss, and my son is that shitty, I understand these motivations. You gotta do. You gotta get him out of the picture. He's he's a liability. Just the worst. And here's my defense of the mm. White Death. Wow. Okay. Which yeah. Is, Come in hot. Uh, also, Michael Shannon, fantastic. Oh I yeah, always, he's always really good. Um, he's got great evil eyes. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like when he does the yeah, just uh, resting villain face. That guy, love yeah, him. a little bit. Um, but here's my defense: all of these people are bad people. Yes, absolutely. He bought out the train, mm-hmm. and he was like, all of these people have somehow wronged me through their careers mm-hmm. as hired assassins. So, okay, we're, we're all killers here. Yeah. Right? There's no innocent civilians on the train. Mm-hmm. There's no... He uh, bought out the tickets. He bought out the tickets. He was just like, let's put these scorpions in a box, shake them up, and see what happens. So really, you got to ask yourself, like, he's killing for, for vengeance, and they're killing for money. And I think that the vengeance is a little more motivated in this, where you go, you did kill my wife. Um, You tried to assassinate me. You did, you, you know, you did this, you did this, you did this, because somebody else hired you to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna be done with you. I think that is, like, as far as the, the ethics of their industry go, that's fine. 
listen, I well, I'm gonna say this. I'm a petty person. Okay. <laughs> mm. Love a little kiss of petty. Mm-mm-mm. And I truly believe that because like there's this through line of like, oh, like luck and karma and sure. all this kind of stuff. And genuinely, I just kind of believe that petty people and people that believe in karma are actually the same people. It's just petty people believe they are the karma. <laughs> oh, oh. Interesting. Go <laughs> you know what I more. Mean? No, give me more. Like, like what like, do you mean? Okay, so like people like people that believe in karma believe in like balance of universe, right? Like you did something bad, so something bad's going to happen to you, okay? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, the, a petty person. The white the white. Well, you will woman do something bad to me. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> No, we're not deep. We're not deep cutting here. What are you, deep cut? What are you doing? Explain it to me better, Craig. No, no, no. Sorry. No. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, point being is that petty people, they'll have something bad done to them or happen to them or whatever, and they'll go, well, that's going to come back to you oh, in the form of me. <laughs> You're the agent of the karma. Oh, it, yeah, oh yeah. absolutely. You're not going to wait no, for no, the no. universe oh, to no, balance Oh, no, I am the out. universe. Yeah. This isn't <laughs> going to happen over many life t- lifetimes in many worlds. This is happening no, no, no. now. Yeah. I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is just, just on a little, little petty mission. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Let's get them all. <laughs> So you're saying, yeah, so you're saying that because she's like, <laughs> well, uh, that his unluckiness is just like other people being petty. <laughs> what, like Brad Pitt's unluckiness? Yeah. Oh, I actually really want to talk about this. I'm sure. glad you brought this up. Uh, Brad Pitt is so fucking lucky. It's stupid. The actor? Yeah, he's kind of made it well. <laughs> no, uh, sorry, Ladybug. Okay, his character, the, this, yeah. w- And I thought, like, I, I through watching the movie, I was like, oh, are they doing this as, like, an ironic bit or whatever? Because it's like, no, obviously he's the luckiest person on that trait. He survives. Yes. Okay. <laughs> an impossible, like, several impossible situations. Sure. There's one, there's a scene where it derails, the bullet, tra- <laughs> the bullet train derails, <laughs> plows through a town, <laughs> okay? Brad Pitt flies through the entire train, hitting things, like, things are bouncing off of him, but he's kind of, like, whipping through the air a little bit. He's he's doing, like, slow-mo through doors and stuff, and he hits the, the like, plushy mascot, so it's like, he made it. He's fine, and it's like, yeah, you're right. That guy's an unlucky fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wow. True. He's so unlucky. Well, and they've yeah. done so, so... Oh, so glad you brought up that trade crash, but first I'll say about... <laughs> let's get back to that. Okay. Uh, but first, what I'll say about luck is um, I, I'll mention this to anybody who listens, uh, which is um, there was this great special that was done by um, a uh, British mentalist. His name is escaping me right now, which is unfortunate. Um, but where he basically started a rumor that uh, patting the head of this dog statue in this small town <gasps> created good luck. Right? I, I know about this dog. I think I pet this dog. Yeah, so he started so started this as a rumor yeah. by having just a, a TV crew being like, have you heard mm. this like superstition or whatever? And then he followed the townspeople around to like test their luck and gave them like fake opportunities. Oh, I see. And, okay. the, and then like interviewed them about whether or not they felt lucky or whether the petting the dog had brought them luck. Yes. And what he found was it's like, People were given the same opportunities, but the people who considered themselves lucky were more open to the opportunities. Well, yeah. So they were yeah. more, they were like looking for mm. the things that were like, and, and at one point they, they, uh, like they put lottery, like scratchy lottos through like people's mail slots. Okay. And they were like going to win. Right, like they were set to win, oh, no matter what. Oh, so fun. But this one guy who was like, I'm so unlucky, would not scratch it like oh, he just right. ne- like he just threw yeah. it out or whatever <gasps> and they finally started with this van driving around town being like this guy's name please call this phone number to try and convince him to do something because like if he called he'd yeah. win a bunch of money and they were just like driving it in front of his house all day and then he did finally call but it like took so much so much for him to like notice the opportunity yes 
You know? So I think that's what luck is. And I think if you're an assassin. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yes. I also think it really speaks to just like what you're looking for and what you pay attention to. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's it's if you believe you're lucky or you know good things always happen to you, when something good happens to you, you're going to go, "Oh, look at that. I'm so lucky." Yes. Okay. And if you believe fundamentally you have bad luck and something good happens to you, you're like, "Well, it's a fluke, whatever," right? Yeah. Like you don't even uh you might not even notice it. As lucky, you might take that as your due for something. You're like, oh yeah, I literally, I I need this because I, I everything it's bad. It's about time. It's about time. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, if you just think you're lucky or you think you're like things are going to work out for you, generally, yeah, you're gonna see the spots in your life where you're like, well, that's so lucky and that's so lucky and that's great. And yeah, and it's what yeah, as you said, it's what you choose to pay attention to. Exactly. So if you yeah. are only paying attention to the negative things and mm-hmm. that go bad in your life. Do you really have all that many things, more things go wrong in your life than anyone else? Or are you just dwelling on them? Yes, right? absolutely. And then you don't notice the, the you know, dozen or so times that thing, things are nice. But if we can very quickly, I'm sorry, sorry just go yes. back to the train crash. Oh, yeah, you, I love your facial. You were, <laughs> I started laughing so hard when that scene, because I forgot, I had forgotten you, about that scene. Yeah. So, re- you, can you tell me what's wrong with it? Oh, I no because this this is like such like this is like here's what bothers me about this. This is a science thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this isn't just like, well, the rock can't pull a helicopter out of the sky with his bare hands. Yeah. Or like, oh, a guy can't punch through a window of a, a bullet train. Uh-huh. You know, like it's not that heightened uh, a person couldn't do that or or a person couldn't jump that far, right? Where you do this. This is something that is so contrary to lived everyday experience that I don't know how, like you don't need to be a trained scientist to know what's wrong with this. And I'm just, I'm just curious how, how obvious it is. And if you noticed it. All, all I noticed was how much it was going to piss you off. Like the entire time I was watching it, I was just like laughing so hard. Cause I was like, Craig's going to be pissed. Yes. <laughs> I swear to God, that's all okay. I did. Like, okay, fair enough. I can't explain. I, I know visually it's wrong. Like, I know there, there's wrong things happening here. But all I kept thinking about was how angry you're going to be. I'm so <laughs> upset with this. Because, like, other than that, fun movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. And yes, you yes, can yes, be yes. like, oh, yeah, you can't throw a guy mm-hmm. or, or or whatever. But this, the, he is in the front of the train. He mm-hmm. is at the very, very front of the train. Yes. And this train crashes at 400 kilometers an hour, however fast the bullet trains go, or it was going at the time off the track. Yeah. And he flies backwards. When you, you should go through the train. Yeah. You should keep going yeah, you should straight. Keep going. That's it's, why. Yes, that's why you wear seatbelts, yeah, yeah, right? Cuz it does you you do this. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> Like you know what I mean? Yes. Like you you know that. Yes, I do. You know and like it is like that's what drives me crazy. It was like everybody watching this feels that there's something wrong with the physics of that. Because nothing in the world has ever acted that way, right? Like what should happen is the train crashes, the momentum of everybody, the train suddenly stops, and you're still moving forward at 400 kilometers an hour. Right. And that's why you go through windshields. Mm -hmm. That's why you, you know, end up on the pavement. That's why we wear seatbelts is because the car stops and your body wants to keep going unless you hold it into the car. So. Like, oh, just that between that and um, the idea that anybody could be on top of or outside <laughs> this bullet train, I was scream laughing. I was like, you can't. Yeah, but somehow that one I'm fine with because I was like, yeah, they got to be on the outside of the bullet train. That's where the exciting things happen. You know what I mean? You need it. You need it. it like, is. I'll. I'll give that a pass. We, we need them to ride the bullet. Yeah, I mean it's fun out there. Yeah, like, it's like fun. why do you it's why do you have a train going fast in a movie if someone's not going to be on the outside of it? Fair enough. Like an action star just looking out the window, go, "Wow, we're moving real fast," don't you think? And then just have everything happen in this like relatively stationary train. You're right. Yeah, it's like cool looking gun. Never gonna, gonna shoot it. it. <laughs> no, you're, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. It's. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, great point. <laughs> great it's point. Chekhov's speeding train. You've got to be on it at some point. <laughs> but you know what you do? If you want Brad Pitt to fly through the train, you have him at the back of the train. Bam. Problem solved. And then I don't care. It's ridiculous that he's flying through a train. Yeah. That he runs into squishies and like all the rest. But at least that makes sense At least you're going the right direction. Yes. Yeah. That's so funny. Ugh. Oh, just, my God. It took me out of it so much. Like, well, nothing I'm sure else did. in the movie I did. I started scream laughing. Because obviously the first time I watched this, I didn't have you in mind. In of the course, sense, you know of what course, I mean? yeah. I don't watch all movies and think, what would Craig think about this? <laughs> Although mm. the podcast It does, does do alter, that. yeah, a bit, yeah. a bit. Okay, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> uh, certain things, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, no, this watch made me laugh so hard. Because I was like, oh, Craig's going to, I bet he's just peeling his just own skin that, off right Just now. that one part. Yeah. And like, oh, just such a simple fix. Because trains have controls at both ends a lot of the time, right? Yes. So like just have him in the control at the back of the train because the one at the front's broken. Then you can have your fun little action scene. Craig never says a word. <laughs> just just do the Craig Fay test <laughs> on all your screenplays. You know, yes. is Craig going to be mad about the science we do in this. That's what, uh, that's what you gotta ask yourself. It's correct, yeah. Okay, so we have a bunch of we have a bunch of bad guys. Who do we think's the worst? Because it's all it's all villains, right? Yeah. Um ooh. who's the I worst? I don't one? think it's the white death. I think the white death is playing by the rules that they're all playing with. Okay. You know? And all I right. think he's got better reasons to kill these people than they have to kill each other. Fair enough. Who who do you say is mm, the worst? It, <laughs> it's so hard to say. It just based off of pure violence, it might be the twins. Okay. Just because we see and hear so much about what they do or like Mm. Do you know what I mean? We well, yeah, see, the Bolivia job, and they're cutting people up. Yeah, and like there's like, like um, I I think we see the most violence. But yeah, I, I don't know. Getting a no, you know what? Getting a whole wedding though. That to me, I think she's the worst. And a surgeon. Yes. And, okay. Yeah, mm. because she didn't kill the person uh, that the surgeon was doing heart surgery on. The person yeah, she was a surgeon. She killed the surgeon so that this person could get the Which is a wild to... choice. Then you make it a good point. Yeah, just taking out a, a a good contributing member of society. Yeah, and no way that whole wedding party was like, you know, to all bad people. No, that'd know? be There's, you got you gotta have cousin uh, Ernie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody volunteers. You know what I mean? Works down at the animal shelter, shelter, something like that. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. one of the caterers grabs a little piece of that cake. <gasps> You know, oh, yeah. what a long day. They're out in the sun all day. All they want is a little, a little sweet, sweet, you know? <laughs> Just something to bring the blood sugar back up. They've been on their feet all day, you oh, know? Buddy. Running drinks and hors d'oeuvres and everything. Because that was a fancy looking wedding, too. It was. That I get soup. poisoned so fast, actually. Like, <laughs> now that you've brought this, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, my, I've got my little fingies in food all the time. Like, I'm like, oh, what a little oh, light. Oh, oh, shrimp oh, roll, a little this. Oh, a little light, whatever. Especially when I was like working at, like serving or whatever, like you're in that kitchen, man. Yeah, of course I'm going to grab a couple of fries. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Not off your plate, but you know, there's a bowl of them here that they just keep Couple throwing them on. And couple didn't get onto the plate. Yeah, or whoopsies. Like, they just don't fit. Fell on the pass. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's good people at that wedding they get killed. And here's the thing. I'm not even, mm. in the world of international assassins, I don't even think poisoning is necessarily that much worse than, say, shooting somebody. I think it's probably a little more painful or whatnot. I don't know, the blood out of the eyes. Oh, that's crazy. (laughs) But just to be doing it indiscriminately where you're like, I'm going to take out a whole wedding Mm -hmm. by doing it, that to me is, like, it's got to be a precise thing. And the key is that you're not there when it goes down. Well, I think she was. But that's that's my point, right? Is you use the poison because oh, you you because get to not be there when yes, it yes, goes yes. down. So if basically you're saying she's not good at her job. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, she, okay. It's just like I've got to poison everybody to hit the target I want to hit. Yes. Um, I'm still around afterwards. 
Yeah, why? Why? <laughs> you know, like, use a slower-acting poison, for also, Christ's sake. It, so you're gone. You're on the plane. It killed me when uh, she gets Brad Pitt, and then Brad Pitt gets her, and he's like, who only carries one antidote on them? Yeah, like, get, this is bad preparation. Yeah, you need to prepare yourself. So what are we, what are we doing? <laughs> and I got to say, yes, <laughs> 110%. Yeah, if you, I'm sorry, if you're gonna be walking around with syringes filled with like deadly, like deadly within thirty seconds, just in your shirt pocket, buddy. When you're we again, when we were setting up for your engagement, I brought two sets of champagne flutes <laughs> because the poss- the probability of me breaking a set was very high. Yes, okay? and you need to be prepared. You need to be prepared. Yeah. And that I, was for you. Uh, ever cut yourself on a fucking butter knife? <laughs> no. Oh, like I, I've hooked. Like you know how there's that little part of your thumb that like sticks out a little bit. Like you know that little pad of your thumb. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I like was cleaning one and it like hooked around the butter knife, mm-hmm. and I just like drew it across and like, ne- like it cut, it cut deep and like, <laughs> it really hurt. And that's a butter knife. That's yeah. that's the most notoriously mm-hmm. dull instrument in the world, and I have accidentally cut myself on one. I'm just saying they're pretty small. Pack another. You know what I mean? Oh, you you should have so many of those antidotes. Absolutely. Yes. 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 She is. I think she's the worst, both by manner of death, mm-hmm. by um, uh, untargeted mass violence, and by being bad at her job for being unprepared. She is the worst. She is bad at her job. I You've really <laughs> talked me into this. Yeah. Yes. I think um, the wolf, the guy that mm. was the target of her poison. Yes. Uh, who didn't get out of poison. Mm-hmm. I think he's fine mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. on a revenge spree trying to get her. Yes. Absolutely. That, oh, yeah. You kill a whole wedding. <laughs> like, I'll probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably not like, well. You know, she's probably having a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> Being a little grumpy. I love that he still had the wine stain, too, on his... Oh, like, didn't even change. Yeah. Uh, no, that's... Yes. That's a because great little moment. Because it turns out Brad Pitt yeah. saved his life, right? Like, he right. would have eaten yeah, the cake Yeah, because he bumps he had... him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so again, lucky. But unlucky. Right? Depends how you look at it. I'm telling you, somebody that survives that much stuff and that many assassins and doesn't want to be there, you're so lucky. But, and, but also... And it's like, well, if yeah, he's not. It's like, yeah, he took the job from this other guy. Unlucky. I, I suppose that's unlucky. <laughs> Who ends up being uh, Ryan Reynolds. Great little cameo. For like just five seconds. Awesome. Um, yeah. Little Channing Tatum also. Oh, Channing Tatum was great. It's like, is oh, this that's a sex, okay. Is this a sex thing? No? And that's another okay. thing where I'm like, I feel like sometimes in the movie, they're really, like the movie's really trying to pitch Brad Pitt is just like, this is just his job. He's a good guy, but this is just his job. And it's like, man, that that one part where he gets uh, Channing Tatum, where he's like, oh, um, I'll give you $200 to like wear my hat and my glasses. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, like you just paid him $200 to probably die. Yes. Like yeah. if that guy doesn't take the three extra seconds, and I'm like, that dude's just a civilian. <laughs> Yeah, did nothing. You're just did like, nothing. Not a problem. But you're like, no. But I'm in therapy, and I'm this good guy. And it's like, no, nah, not really, because it feels like everybody else is only playing with the characters involved, mm-hmm. and he likes to pull in other people. Like he likes to buy a bottle of water off of a woman that's not involved here. It's just kind of like he kind of always pulls in other little people into his thing, and it's like, oh, you're putting all of these people in danger. Whereas all of the other assassins really, except for like the, you know what I mean? But like for on this train, all the other assassins are only dealing with the assassins. Yeah. They're yeah. like, we're just dealing with each other. We need the suitcase. We don't care what's happening otherwise. Yeah. And to that point, he says at the beginning when he's talking to who turns out to be Sandra Bullock, yeah. his handler, uh, or he goes like, I don't know. I just feel like bad luck. Like it feels like people die even when I'm not trying to kill them. And that's why, because you're pulling these other people into your little scheme. Yeah. And it goes bad for them because they aren't prepared and don't know what's going on. It's like you make someone's trying to kill a man with thick rimmed glasses and a hat, and you put your thick rimmed glasses on a hat on a random guy, and you're like, oh, 
not my fault he's died. Like, yeah, sorry. Bad luck, I guess. <laughs> sorry. What? No. I have so yeah, he kicks rocks. He's like, so much, I have such bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> and, and as Cat pointed out as we were watching this, maybe, just maybe, if you think that you chronically have bad luck, mm -hmm. you don't become an assassin. You know, like, <laughs> like yeah, I'm gonna a great say, point. Yeah. assassin. Yeah. Maybe give that a, a miss. Electrician, don't do that either. Mm. Um, working at heights, no. You know, like, okay, yeah. Like there are mm. some, there are some jobs where if you have a bad luck, it doesn't kill you or ruin, totally ruin your day. You know? Oh, absolutely. What do you think? What are you? If you what's were really, your, if you what's were, your best bad luck job? Like you've got terrible luck. You've got terrible luck, so it's a, hmm. That's a great question. I have best bad luck job, like where it's low stakes, it yeah, won't matter. It's not affecting anybody's life. Like I think that's what it's got to be, right? Like you kind of got to be solo. Yeah, I would argue. Like you kind of want a solo job that's non dangerous. And it doesn't really affect other people's lives. Well, <laughs> is that a? <laughs> yeah, I, is that even a job? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this person's pretty useless, actually. Uh, <laughs> like that got dark real quick. I, was I like, guess. Ugh. I guess the moral of the story is is that none of us are an island, and all of our decisions affect other people in some way, which is, I think, a positive way to look at that, right? Yes, yeah, certainly. Like, there's what always a consequence to some other human. Good or bad. What if you had to, what if you were in charge of like finding bad things or something? Like you had to find, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like they just put like a tracker on you or something and they're like, I don't know, go get lost, find some bad shit for us. Oh, uh, go track down a natural, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, a drug sniffing dog. So you have a bad day and you're just like, well, I guess we didn't catch him. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that works, but yeah, you're right. So it's like you you've got to luck into bad things happening to you. Yeah, like, like a be, that would be like a it being bad luck would be. How could that be a benefit <laughs> to other people? I do not know. I I'm just saying. Insurance adjuster. <laughs> <laughs> That's so uh, you, you show up, everything just starts getting worse in yeah. front of your own eyes. You're like, I can't even I get I gotta write it down in the report. It's <laughs> happening right now. Yeah, because then more stuff happens yeah. and there's a bigger there's payout. There's just bigger the payouts. Oh, that's it. Oh. That's the one. Hey, we did it. We workshopped Problem it. You're solving. welcome, everyone. We're solving the world's problems. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> So let's talk about the daughter. Sure. Because she's very girl boss. And I honestly think she is, I would argue, more so intended to be a villain than anybody else. Yes. In a sense. Um, she's kind of like the, I don't, I, I, well, by the end we find out like almost some sort of like crime lord royalty. You know what I mean? Which is um, why they call her Little Prince. Can you tell that my father wanted a son? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Probably had some sort of sweet 16 where all, they all shot guns in the air or whatever. You know what I mean? Like just some sort of crime lord thing. Um, because she also, I, okay. She does one of the more sinister things in the movie, I would argue, which okay. is pushing a small child off of a building. <laughs> yes, and then threatening the father with the fact that she also has an assassin there watching the kid. Yes, which is kind of... The the only thing that kind of bothered me about that plot line was that if um, his father, so the elder, had somebody watching the entire time, then this guy didn't need to do any of this. <laughs> He could have just killed her. Yeah, he could have. Right? Yeah. And it's like, gentlemen, like men, could we just talk for once in our lives, talk about our feelings and communicate? <laughs> well, and I think, though, that she did not realize that his father, the elder, mm -hmm. was who he was. No, I understand that. I think she that. just thought she had a random mark and this guy's going to kill my yes, which is totally fine, out. but if if the father knows that, not the elder, but if the father knows that, then the father doesn't have to go along with any of this. Mm. If he knows they're already on it. That there's a guy that there. That there's a guy there. Also, 
why are you waiting for the last moment? <laughs> like, why are you like, well, we're going to really make sure that he's here to kill that kid. Could just be a big, a big tough looking guy standing, standing constantly at the window of this small child with a grimace on his face. And every 10 minutes getting a phone call that's like, you know, because obviously here's here's the biggest kept secret in the world. Everyone can hear your cell phone conversation. <laughs> Right? Yeah. So here's this, you know, absolute unit of yeah, a man. That's right. Like, but like mm -hmm. has henchmen written all over yes. him. Yes. And every 10 minutes he gets a phone call being like, don't kill the kid yet. Okay, boss. Yes. <laughs> it's it's like if that woman was there the whole time, just kind of what like, I don't need you to tip your hand, man. Like, I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get him. And then we have none of this, unless you're drawing it out for some other reason, where like he's also trying to get information or the suitcase or whatever the thing is. But that doesn't really kind of play yeah, out exactly. You're right. I assumed that was all for a good reason, but I can't come up with one right now. I don't. Maybe I need to watch it a third time to really just Fun, keep trying you know? to piece everything together. <laughs> but I think some of it, I'm just like, yeah, like this girl should have totally just like dropped her dad at home yeah get him at home i think she was doing a play though where it it's not her you know it's not her her brother's dead she's going to therefore inherit the the crown of this crime syndicate i think she's doing the mind play i kind of respect i don't that. know but isn't it way more boss if you're like like what is going to gather like really get some respect within the crime community. Okay. A girl that's like, I fucking killed my dad. You don't think I'm going to kill you? Yeah. I killed my dad. Don't get me wrong. I think that the, <laughs> close, boss. the personal relationship makes it uh, a little more badass. Mm. But I also think that's crime lord Nepo baby shit. You know, like... <laughs> This is like, oh, uh, God, how unoriginal. Like, of <laughs> course you have access to him. You're his daughter. Like, if right. you had just, you know. You're if, killing on easy mode. Like, <laughs> like the white death shows That's up fair. as a foreigner in, uh, in a country where they do not trust him, works his way up the ladder, then assassinates that crime boss. She's born on third base. You know what I mean? You are making an excellent point right now. Yes, of course. Right? No, you're making a great point. Man, White Death is my dude. <laughs> I'm rooting for him White in this. White Death is my dude. Although I think if your name is White Death and you die, that feels pretty self-fulfilling. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. that was probably on its way. Death of the White Death. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That sounds like it would yeah, be coming full circle for your ass pretty <laughs> fucking quick. <laughs> Yeah. Also, come on, man. You can't wear that. Uh, you can't wear that mask. That's definitely appropriation. What are we talking about? Uh, you know what I loved? Uh, even the t like, even the smallest characters in this movie are villains. Like the guy that checks the tickets. Oh yeah. <laughs> like just like low key. You know what I mean? Very low key villain. Just like on it, doing his job, trying to stay on it. Like the woman that's like shushing them. Like it's just oh, kind yeah. of like everybody that they come like. I don't think there's a good person in this movie, which is what I actually really, really like about it. Yeah, maybe the kid who got pushed off the roof, but we don't know. He could be a real jerk. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Prince. Maybe Prince was like, "How many times do I gotta tell you get off of my roof?" Stop oh. climbing up here and staring at me, you oh. fucking weirdo. Oh, my you know? God. We don't dude. know what he was doing on that roof. I... We don't know. We don't know. That's... <laughs> I, I, I would say that's one of the crazier takes you've had. <laughs> I love that so much. You're like, what if this kid's a dick? Yeah. No, you don't know. You don't know. We don't... He, he doesn't speak. We don't hear him do anything. <laughs> Maybe he's awful. He's a little, he's comatose for most of it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, and as we learned earlier in the episode, if you're not doing anything, you're of no use. <laughs> Therefore, this child is a drain on society. No, I'm going to stop now. I'm going to stop. <laughs> 
Uh, I just love you. You just keep doubling down yeah. even further down the hole. <laughs> <laughs> the views we are forced to make on this podcast do not necessarily. Also, I feel like Brad Pitt's character is just like he learns no lessons. He's like, I'm so unlucky. No, I don't. I know how to use the sleeping powder. Let me just fucking dump it again. <laughs> Let me not follow any instructions or learn any lessons or do anything. Just keep complaining. Yeah, he's not really changed at the end. Like he doesn't. Oh, no growth. No growth whatsoever. <laughs> No, no, no gross. Well, well, and again, I would go back to, I think Tangerine and Lemon are the main characters of this movie. To me, anyway. They're the people I want to see because there is growth at the end of that, right? Um, Tangerine, they love each I other know. so much. It's so cute. And they're the and they twins. And they're not twins. Yes. And, like, and did you stick around for the end where the uh, uh, Lemon, I think it is? Mm. I, I don't know which is which, to be honest. Um, survives? So he jumps off the train and he mm-hmm. falls in the water. Then there's like the credit scene. Oh, no, I didn't watch and then that. And there's a quick credit scene okay. where they show him getting out of the water, shooting the guy that he jumped out of. He gets in the tr- And he gets in the truck that hits Prince at the end of the movie. Awesome. I wish and then I, he's oh, just, dr- yeah, then I should he's have just stuck around and watched that. So I was like, he changed, right? Like he, he suffered loss. He like, you know, learned to forgive. He learned... I also love uh, the Thomas the Tank Engine. Like, that whole thing where he just, he categorizes every single person as a character. <laughs> You're a diesel. You're I know. a diesel. <laughs> and let me tell you, Rebecca, as far as categorizing people <laughs> and, like, a philosophy on life, you can do a lot worse than Thomas the Tank Engine. That's probably true. You could actually probably do that with a lot of kids' shows. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so all, wholesome. Right? And they're, Because it's teaching you lessons about how you should exist in the world and how you should do this. And, like, where are those conflicts coming from, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, is the conflict coming because you're selfish and you're because you're this the character who's always selfish or are you the character who always gets too excited like you know there's there's these mm-hmm. i guess stereotypes you'd call them or like not stereotypes archetypes archetypes yeah there yeah, yeah. of like what yeah, this yeah, is yeah. and how you get along with these people and the problems mm-hmm. are always solved so like i think if that's how you choose to to look at life yes good for you you know you can do a lot worse than that you could be like a, I make my bed every morning kind of person. <laughs> Who are you trying to impress? Uh, <laughs> what kid show would be your uh, philosophy? That's a good question. I think. Did you ever watch the show The Weekenders? No, I don't think so. Okay, it was like a Family Channel show. It was. It's actually, honestly, I fully believe a very good show. Even okay, like, because yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes when you watch, uh, every once in a while, I'll watch a show I used to watch as a child and go, w- "Is this crap or is it like? Did I enjoy this because I was a kid and I didn't give a fuck, or it, did I enjoy it because there's like some quality of story here?" Mm-hmm. And The Weekenders is one where I always go back and I'm like, "No, no, no! This this hits. This is great. I think they only have like two seasons of it or something like that, but it's kind of like." There's like the brainiac and then there's like the athlete. It's just kind of like everybody has like kind of like their little category, but it's all about, you know, like learning a lesson that week. And, you know, I love that, bitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love to learn a lesson. Mm, I'm trying to think, too. I asked the question. I don't have an answer. I like I want to say Animaniacs just because like so much Mm. of my personality is like, oh, that's what comedy is. But that's comedy. That's not a so funny. I want to peg that on you. Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You don't think of me as an Animaniacs guy? No, I don't oh, know why. Okay. Yeah. I think it's because you're uh, calm. <laughs> oh, you know what it is, though? Here's what it is. Pinky in the brain. For sure. Done. Yes, yeah, absolutely because, sold. Yes, because that's Craig. My that's is, I'm trying these technologically advanced things. It keeps failing. And uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. Uh, the the person his pal is yeah. the real genius mm-hmm. pinky mm. um, but I don't know if I can classify the world like that. 
<laughs> yeah, it'd be a little harder, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, how are you feeling? Are yeah, you... I'm good. I, I mean, chock full of villains. Yes. Uh, I'm going to argue for the white death the whole way. Prince mm-hmm. is terrible. Yes. Don't like her. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I think we've got it. We're here. Um, I've got the, uh, <laughs> I've got the, uh, things you probably wouldn't, wouldn't be able to ride. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> so I've got, uh, from us, <laughs> from saddling up to a Jaguar yep. to bungee courting yourself to a comet. <laughs> um, I'm going to give all these guys a, um, <laughs> riding the zipper of a one night stand. <laughs> That's the fastest zipper you can get on. I'll tell you that for free. Because they all fucking stink. (laughs) I hate them. (laughs) They're all bad villains. Fair enough. (laughs) All right. Uh, All right. So I did. uh, I did the train scale in order of the uh, trains. trains. Uh, So from a hand car, like you know the ones that you have to like pump Mm. yourself to get down the the tracks, uh, all the way up to the uh, Shinkansen, the uh, Japanese bullet train. Uh, I'm gonna give Prince. Uh, I'm going to give her a TTC subway. Uh, trying so hard to be one of the big boys, but just fucks up the lives of anyone who interacts with them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's accurate. Yeah. Anyway, team, uh, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, as always, there's a couple of ways you can help out the podcast. If you would like to follow us, you can follow us at VWR podcast on Twitter. Villain was right on Facebook. Villain was right at gmail.com if you want to email us. And we are also on Instagram and TikTok at Villain Was Right, of course. And if you have a couple of bucks. Yeah, you can go check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash the villain was right. Uh, if you aren't aware, Patreon is a subscription, monthly subscription service where you get to support the artists that you like. And hopefully that's us. And in return, you get some amazing benefits. So uh, every month we have two brand new uh, bonus episodes. I pick one, Rebecca picks one. Uh, This month for me, uh, so Rebecca has decided to go on this (laughs) terrible movie tear where she's making me watch the worst movies of all time. Uh. And what, uh, (laughs) last month we did The Room. Yeah, we did. So this month for my good movie, we're following it up with The Disaster Artist, the movie about making The Room. Uh, so if that sounds like your bag, uh, hop on patreon.com slash the film was right. You'll also get ad free episodes, uh, voting on our audience choice episodes and all the rest. Uh, and, uh, if not, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for telling your friends and supporting us. You're the best. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. Uh, I've got, uh, I've got a, a, a small little hero, uh, this week. Um, basically I've been doing the most Canadian summer ever and i've had like a couple cottage weekends in a row you know going up to the lake Ooh, having a few somebody beers. has friends with money Ooh, yeah. I'm Craig. <laughs> <laughs> uh and my hero for all of these has been the soundtrack to these weekends because we've been discover rediscovering i should say big shiny tunes Oh my god! I love big. Sh- Who doesn't like Who a little doesn't big, love big shiny, shiny tunes, tunes right? On. Oh my god, they are. If you haven't listened, go back and visit them. But for our non-Canadian listeners, here's what you need. Is to that know. Canadian? It is Canadian. Oh damn! It is much music. <gasps> yes. Oh. Yes. So, but I thought there was like much music mixes too. There was. They had a whole bunch. They had oh, dance okay. mix and all the yeah. rest. But like big shiny tunes was there. This was like compilation CDs. This I see, predated yes. uh, MP3 players, yes. iPods. No, I had a bunch this, of these. This yes. predated predated uh, being able to burn CDs. Mm. These predated being able to download songs. So the only way you could get like a compilation of songs was to buy a compilation. And let me tell you, these big shiny tunes mm-hmm. were hot fire. Everybody <laughs> owned them. Uh, and <laughs> it's it's the big debate of which one is better, Big Shiny Tunes 2 or Big Shiny Tunes 3, but it's those two. Really? Oh, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to go home listen to this and weigh in. Okay. Well, you want to do it right now? Oh, we right. got okay, some time. Okay, all right. Okay, I hear okay. the track list. All right. And just, all right. Again, let me remind our younger listeners, you couldn't download music. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. So, uh Big Shiny Tunes 2 and, okay. and uh it's Prodigy Breathe, Blur Song 2. Mm. Third Eye Blind, Semi-Charm Kind of Life, Smash Mouth, Walking on the Sun, 
uh, Sugar Ray Fly, <sighs> Brand Van 3000, Drinking in LA. Shut the fuck up. Great song. Oh, great song. Great Marilyn song. Marilyn Manson, Beautiful People. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holly McNarland, Numb, which is a good mm-hmm, song. It's mm-hmm. probably uh, Bush, Swallowed. Nice. Bush X, depending. Yes. Uh, Matchbox 20, Push. Oh, I love me a little Matchbox 20. Collector 20, Precious Declaration. I don't know if I know that one. I probably you did, did if, I, yeah. if I heard it. Tea Party, Temptation, which if you are not Canadian, give the Tea Party, Temptation, a listen. That song slaps. Anyway, and also before the Tea Party became a problematic thing. <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Chemical Brothers, Block, Rock, and Beats. Again, another one I'd probably uh, have to hear. Wide Mouth, Mason, My Old Self. Again, a Canadian mm-hmm. classic. Radiohead, Paranoid Android. Come on. Come on. Age of Electric Remote Control and Stone Temple Pilots Lady Picture Show. So that's, right. that's number two. Okay, okay. Number okay. three, Smashing Pumpkins, Ava Adore, Fastball, The Way, <gasps> Foo Fighters, My Hero, <gasps> Matthew Goodban, Apparitions, yes. Semi Sonics, Closing Time. Get out of here. Bare Naked Ladies, One Week. Yeah, okay. Beastie Boys, 3MC and 1DJ. No, it's got to be three. You it's coming in too high. It's coming in high. Right? Uh, Rob Zombie Dragula. Yes, 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 uh, yes, yes, yes. Slo- uh, Third Eye Blind, How's It Gonna Be? Mm-hmm. Sloan, mm-hmm. Money City Maniacs, which, like, yeah. again, great Canadian Oh, bands. I like Sloan, Sloan yeah. yeah. Lenny Kravitz, Fly Away. Mm. Placebo, Pure Morning. Garbage, Push It. Ooh. Come on. Radiohead, Karma Police. <gasps> Goo Goo yeah. Dolls, Iris. Ah, yeah. Well, you, you, that's, if that's not Big Wreck, putting a tear to your teenage eye, what, yeah. are, you, what are we doing Big here? Big Wreck, that song. Yes. And Monster Magnet, Space Lord. I, and honestly... I will say <laughs> the only acceptable way to own Monster Magnet by Space Lord or Space Lord by Monster Magnet mm-hmm. is to own it on Big Shiny Tunes 3. It's a banger of a song, but one you would never buy the album for. Anyway, that's been the debate. That's been the soundtrack of my summer. Absolute heroes, absolute bangers. Let us know which one you'd listen to. Or yeah. if you're Canadian, if for some reason you have an opinion that it's not two or three, <gasps> they get real bad around five. <laughs> Check them out wherever you that's go. Anyway, so that's funny. my hero. I've just been I love that. I've been jamming to it all. Time. Oh, my God. No, that's good. I'm going to go home and do that. Absolutely. Uh, my villain this week is Trains. Woo! <laughs> toot, Because <toot>. <laughs> I... Um, so I just got back from Montreal and I took a train there and I took a train back. And every time I take a fucking train in in Ontario, like in, in Canada, I'm like, how is it as fast to drive? How? Yeah. It absolutely drives me fucking crazy. Because I'm like, it's supposed to be more convenient. The reason we do this is to get people off the, you know what I mean? Public train, get people off the road, get them on these trains, whatever. It's good. It should be faster, more convenient. And it's so fucking expensive. It's like a hundred bucks a ticket to, to take the same amount of time that it would take to fucking drive. They're always late. Always late. Okay. Like to the point where I'm, they're like, Oh, sorry. I know. Like the last time I went to fucking Windsor, which I, ha! you're really just adding insult to injury at that point. I, I, I'm going to fucking Windsor, and they're like, "Well, because it took an extra hour, you get some of your money back as a credit, or not even your money back. You get like a credit." And I was like, "This is an hour extra to." And- w- that that's like a that turns like a, what a four hour train ride and a five hour train ride. Yeah, like, yeah, like, it's, 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 it's like time. it was so fucking long, dude. And I'm just I'm just bouncing every time I'm on a train, but I'm also you know like I'm not an expensive bougie bitch. Like I can't afford to fly everywhere. Like I gotta take the train, right? And it's just every time I get so mad, and I don't understand, and I get that we don't have they're on all the same tracks as everything else. But I'm like, but why then? Yeah. But why? So fucking dumb. We're, and I'm sorry, I'm going to say this right right now. Via Rail, that sh- that's the most inedible sandwich I've ever had in my entire... I, I don't know how you can make bread that dry. It's actually impressive. It's like a superpower. <laughs> okay, like I was like, this should be studied for science. Because like, I, it's, it's literally like a sponge. 
all the moisture right out of my mouth. It, it was like I had smoked 10 joints in a row. I was like, I've never had the driest, this is the driest mouth I've ever had in my entire life. I fucking, anyway. Uh, the, the train upsets me sometimes, <laughs> is my point. And that's, and that's that. <laughs> so I just thought, you know, bullet train, tra- time, time to talk about trains, and here we are. Um, anyway, team, uh, that's it for us this week. As always, uh, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, and you can follow me at Craig Fake Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok as well. I'm on there as well. I, I gave in. Uh, CraigFay.com for show dates. And guys, next week we are going to, it's going to be audience choice team. So it is up to our patrons on that one. So look out for that. And uh, this is the villain was right. Reminding you to be fearful of little girls. (laughs) (laughs) The villain was right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the from superheroes network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.